Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Second hour of Oilers Now. It's 105 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you. On uh, February 10th, the Edmonton Oilers made a uh, decision. General Manager Ken Holland promoted Jay Woodcroft and Dave Madsen from the Miners. Uh, the Oilers were in 18th place in the NHL at that point with a 557 winning percentage. They had 49. 49- they were uh, fifth in the Pacific Division, six points behind both L.A. and the Anaheim Ducks. Um, the Vegas Golden Knights at that point were 10 points ahead of Edmonton. Uh, the Oilers uh, have gone on 23-9-3 and under head coach Jay Woodcroft, and he is going to join us right here, right now, in the River Curry Resort and Casino at 106 in Edmonton. Welcome back to the show. How you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me on today. Yes. Uh, how did practice go today? It was uh, it was a good practice. Yeah, we uh, it was interesting because yesterday was an afternoon game, so we got into Pittsburgh at a decent hour. Everyone is able to get a good meal and a good sleep, and uh, there was a positive day at practice today. I thought uh, there was a good zip. Uh, in our practice, uh, the players were in uh, good spirits, and we got something done. So, um, all in all, a good day here in Pittsburgh for our team. All right. Second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Jay Woodcroft joins us on Oilers Now. So, Jay, uh, it's it's been it's been a, suffice to say it's been a bit of a whirlwind. Uh, could you have envisioned when you took the job back on February 10th, given that there were, you know, a bunch of teams ahead of you and you're behind? Now, you did have a couple games in hand, uh, but did you think that it would be doable that you could reel in a playoff spot with what turned out to be four games left in the regular season? Yes, yes, I did. Uh, I did believe that uh, there were a lot of good pieces um, with the team Um uh, both Dave and I were very bullish on our, our players. I think what we tried to do is steer uh, the conversation towards process rather than worrying about the big picture. Um, we just wanted to take things one day at a time. And I remember, you know, we got off the plane late at night. We met with our coaching staff. And then the next morning, um, just tried to um, 
get the message out there that the only thing we were worried about was that day and, and trying to find a win that day and then uh, build on that. Uh, I, I believe success is built sequentially and if you can stack good days on top of good days then eventually the big picture takes care of itself and um, we've had good success with that over the last few months so it's a credit to the hard work of our players. I really believe that winning is a product of work and attitude and, and that comes from our players. We're joined by Jay Woodcroft. Jay, uh, the Oilers have had two five-game winning streaks, a six-game winning streak, most recently a four-game streak, albeit snapped uh, yesterday against uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. I, I want to actually talk about something a little bit different. That's Glenn Gullitson. I mean, Glenn uh, has been twice an NHL head coach, and uh, there's a saying in the in the uh, movie industry, Orrin Kulis has shared this with me in the past. He said, Bob, the, uh, the best actors share, I, I would suggest, the best players share the puck and is there something to be said you know uh, maybe maybe Glenn might have been an option to have coached the team as well but uh, just uh, you can educate our listeners a, a bit on how he has sort of you know embraced uh, the opportunity to, to to co-work with you and and Dave Manson and 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 how they've continued to him and Brian Wiseman and Dustin Schwartz have been because you've, you've you've referenced the players a, a bunch but it's also the coaching staff as well as you know Jay well, as you know, Bob, I think coaching staffs are a team within the team almost. And uh, I'm very fortunate that I get to work with the people that I get to work with. And uh, uh, Dave and I coming up felt very welcomed uh, by Glenn, by Brian, by Dustin, and I would add Jeremy Capel into that, that mix as well. Um, I think we have a good good staff that um, that has different attributes. Each person has different attributes um, that help push our, our team forward. I know that I rely on all of them. Um, Glenn, as you mentioned, has really, really good um, coaching experience. He's been a head coach in the NHL two different occasions with Dallas and, and with Calgary. He has the experience of working under uh, I think I'm the fourth head coach that he's worked under here in Edmonton, uh, but he's also had the experience of working under John Tortorella in Vancouver, and he shares a lot of stories uh, with that regard. Um, but he's been a good resource for me to bounce things off of. Uh, I think he has a nice rapport with the players, and um, just like Brian has been um, invaluable to me as well. I think uh, you know there, a lot of people talk about my relationship with Dave and certainly Dave's Dave's the guy that I, I have had a long time professional um, coaching relationship with and I call him my left tackle and all that kind of stuff but the efforts of our entire coaching staff uh, are certainly uh, appreciated very much by me because as I said they made me feel welcome and every single person contributes and I'm uh, thankful that for those contributions. Uh, we're joined by Jay Woodcroft, the Edmonton Oilers head coach. Uh, Jay, we do have Dave Jackson coming up. I'll never put you in a position to comment on officiating. You know that. Uh, somebody else can do that if they want. And plus, I know you wouldn't. So, but one thing I, I, I do like is I like coaches. 
that are even keeled and grounded because I think players pick up on the energy of their coaches. And sometimes, like, there's a couple teams I watch in junior that are in the Western League, and I watch their coaches. I'm like, would you just shut up because your team's out of control as a result of it? Do you subscribe to the same theory that uh, it's it's important that, that, that a coach is because you, you appear quite composed while you're on the bench? I don't know if the, you know, the hamster's kicking the wheel with his legs underneath or, or what's going on. You know, the duck's got the, you know what I'm saying here? But just, just a yeah. thought on, on that. Well, I, I think you, there, there's, there's things that pop up during games, uh, you know, and if, if the occasion calls for it, um, you know, you might react in a, in a certain type of way, but I think for the most part you do. I like the term you use, even killed. You want to model the type of behavior uh, that you want your team to have, which is a compo- a composure to it, um, the ability to to let your team know that we can handle any type of situation. We can handle it. We have really good players. We can handle any type of situation that gets thrown at us. Is there things that you don't like sometimes? Yeah, there are. Uh, but you got to get through it, and we're not the only team uh, that has to deal with that. So we put our concentration on our focus on the things that we can control, which is our, our preparation, our attention to detail, and our level of play. Jay, you don't have uh, Darnell Nurse on this road trip. We should also mention uh, Yesapol Yarvi uh, was left back in Edmonton due to a non-COVID illness. Nurse with a lower body issue. How does it change uh, for you guys when you go from 12 to 6 to 11 to 7? changes the rhythm of some things that we do up front. Uh, it allows us to bring in another really good NHL forward um, that um, you know gives us a different look. I think with uh, with 12 and 6, you don't get the benefit of finding an extra shift or two for some of the top performers up front. And if there are people who are struggling on uh, in in the back end, it's it's harder um, because there's only six of them. So that's one of the differences between those looks. Now, uh, one of the challenges between eleven and seven and twelve and six is that if you've gone with eleven, is to find the appropriate level of ice time for everybody. Uh, you don't want to overplay people, and certainly on the back end, you want your D to get into a little bit of a rhythm as well. So those are things that we're dealing with. I I think that um, by remaining flexible and proving that we can do it either way, that's just another um, tool in our arsenal that we can go to should we have to come a playoff series. We're joined by Jay Woodcroft, Bob Stauffer with you on Oilers now. Jay, so much focus obviously on Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, and why wouldn't there be? They won the last two hard trophies. But I want to talk about a couple guys that you had down on the minors that were from the 2018 draft. So they're Oilers drafted and developed players, uh, Evan Bouchard and Ryan McLeod, because I kind of think they're swing guys carrying forward for this organization, that they're guys that, you know, if they can realize their full potential, that will help Edmonton take another step. So, you know, both both are different uh, personalities and different guys, very good friends. But uh, what's it been like to to watch the evolution of of both Evan and Ryan McLeod? 
Well, it's been fun. Um, I've had a front row seat to both of them. Um, and so I, you know, and I take pride in the fact that they did come through the program down down in Bakersfield. Um, for Boosh, obviously he's really growing into becoming a very good puck-moving defenseman, a, a player who has put up the point totals he has while not playing always on the first power play unit. That's a huge accomplishment for him. And that ability to move pucks and get pucks through from the point is a gift. Um, and he makes us a better team playing towards those strengths. I also see growth. He's not. Uh, it's not that he's a finished product in any way, but I see growth in the defensive side of things with him. I think he complements Duncan Keith very well. And that pair, when they're on their game, are tough to handle. Uh, so I think that makes us a better team as we work our way down the stretch here. Now, uh, Ryan McLeod, different type of player. He's somebody uh, who has uh, youthful exuberance to him and enthusiasm to him. Uh, somebody who uh, gives our team energy. He doesn't take energy. He gives our team energy. And uh, I think his skating is excellent. Uh, probably his best asset. He uh, can make a play with the puck. He is a very good penalty killer. And and he's learning what his capabilities are at this level. And I, I see him growing before our eyes. I like the fact that I can move him around the lineup and I know what I'm going to get in every situation. He's a good hockey player for us. And uh, most of those players are uh, two success stories for our scouting staff, for our development staff, and certainly they're players that are going to have a big impact on this organization as we move forward. You referenced, uh, you know, that Evan puts, you know, hasn't benefited from being on the power play. He's tenth in the NHL uh, in even strength scoring amongst, or five on five scoring. I should say five on five scoring because he doesn't play three on three in overtime. But five on five, he doesn't play three on three yet. Uh, five on five, he's got thirty points, which is tenth in the NHL, which I think speaks volumes. Um, but you reference stats. How much do you deploy them, Jay, in terms, like, would you look at the career numbers of a goaltender versus a specific team uh, in terms of, a, you know, go down that Earl Weaver? I mean, he was one of the guys that was sort of ahead of his time in the early 70s in Major League Baseball, looking at matchups and stats and those sort of things. Is that something that you dwell into? Yes. Yeah, I think it's important to uh, make informed decisions and gathering information is an important part of it. Um, uh, to me, I don't believe anyone can be afraid of information. There's no, there's no need to be afraid of information. So I like to gather information um, and uh, figure out a way to process it quickly and uh, try and um, try and make the best decisions possible. Now, is there some things that, and I think there has to be an acknowledgement of things that you can't always measure too, um, but uh, for the most part, I like gathering as much information as possible before I make any type of decision. Uh, you've got a big game tomorrow for Pittsburgh. You know it's a big game for Connor going head-to-head -head against Sidney Crosby. Um, 
God rest his soul. Last time we were here, Colby Cave scored the best goal he ever scored as an Oilers. It was an unbelievable marker. Um, and I know you have connection to Colby and Emily as well. Uh, but a big game tomorrow against the Pens, and then a couple more at home. Obviously, you want to secure uh, second spot in the Pacific Division at home ice. Is it a possibility that you might try to get a couple more guys in the lineup between now and the end of the regular season uh, just so you've, you've got uh, you know f- uh, full use of options available to you Jake yes yes I think we're gonna we're taking things one day at a time as, as we've talked about since we got up here but um, our focus right now is on on the Pittsburgh game tomorrow um, you know, down down the, uh, the stretch in this last week, we do want to get people involved so that we can make the best decision possible regarding lineup come game one, whenever that might be. And in order to make those decisions, I think it's important to um, see where everybody's at. And uh, that's what we plan on doing down the stretch here. But as I said, our immediate focus is on this, this uh, excellent Pittsburgh Penguins team that we're going to take on on their home ice tomorrow night. Jay, uh, two more for you, and one involves a question I asked yesterday, but perhaps you can shed some insight on it. The penalty kill is first in the National Hockey League uh, over the course of the last 22 games. So since March the 9th, you guys have had the best penalty killing in the NHL. How has that happened? Well, it's... uh... It's, it's happened because our players have really bought in um, to a type of system that I think uh, suits our personnel. I think uh, they've bought into the sacrifice side of things that is a necessary uh, component to any successful penalty kill. I think we've upped our battle level in certain battle-type situations um, that present themselves on the penalty kill. I think our goaltending has been excellent. Um, I think our goaltenders like knowing where um, the types of shots we're going to give up are, or where they're coming from. And, and having that um, pre in you know they're pre-informed they, they get the information beforehand in the end it, it comes down to players going out and, and getting the job done and executing um we've had a little bit of practice time with it made some small tweaks and uh as i said it's a credit to our players because they're the ones out there executing and there was a bittersweet moment a couple games ago when your family was in for the post-game press conference. You had the, the fans outside the, the building uh, chanting, Woody, 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 and there's your family with you. How cool of a moment was that for you? Yeah, I enjoyed having my my uh, family um, up in Edmonton for sure, um, and you know, they got to they got to see uh, their dad. My daughters got to see their dad answering questions after after a game, and um, you know I'm I'm sure that they they heard those those noises and they're excited about our team and and our passionate fan base. So it was a special moment for sure. All right, Jay, we appreciate for you uh, joining us here on Oilers Now, and uh, I'll see you down at the rink tomorrow morning. Thanks, Bob. Have a great day.
You bet. That is Jay Woodcroft. He is the Edmonton Oilers head coach, 23-9-3. It is 122 in Edmonton. Guests on Oilers now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Open to serve you at any one of their five Edmonton and area locations. Try the legendary Wagyu steak cooked right before your eyes. Reserve now at jvedmonton.ca. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. Uh, we heard from Jay on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, the River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. We'll come back with some of your texts. Dave Jackson, longtime NHL referee, ESPN rules analyst, today at 135. You're listening to Oilers Now. No Darnell Nurse or Yessa Pugliarvi with the Oilers in Pittsburgh. It's going to be the same lineup that they had in Columbus because they only have 18 skaters on this trip. Mr. C has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. And Mr. C says, Bob, Jay Woodcroft is the superstar on the Oilers right now. 23-9-3 as a head coach. I think the biggest thing for me is the way the team contests the puck. Like I just, and you know what? They played Colorado. We're... Several of you have sent some texts in about a couple of the calls in that Colorado game. We're actually going to save those texts for when we have Dave Jackson on the show and get him to, to comment on some of it. Um, and we'll have sort of a 30,000 feet conversation about uh, the relationship, uh, communication between coaches and officials. And also, uh, you know, whether or not is there actually factual evidence to suggest that the officials, quote unquote, put the official, uh, the whistles away come playoff time. Uh, you know, and I think we're in Edmonton. We're a little sensitive given the fact that Connor McDavid's the best player in the world, general consensus. And he hasn't drawn a power play in the last eight playoff games that he's played. The vehicle pipeline is moving, and our friends at Brent Ridge Ford have a few units in stock and more on the way. Check in with Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang to see if they have the right vehicle for you. If not, they can still order one to the exact specifications that you want, but hurry because the order bank is getting full. If you want to be treated fairly when you purchase a vehicle and get outstanding service, call the gang. At Brent Ridge Ford, one eight seven seven four seven seven four. That's one eight seven seven four seven seven thirty six seventy three. Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. As promised, ESPN rules analyst Dave Jackson, for a longtime NHL official. When we come back after a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.